Hi, thanks for tuning into part two of my interview with Mark Chipman. In this episode, he talks about the greatest leadership challenge that he has had. He also talks about what it means to have intentional leadership. And he also digs into the myth about success, the greatest myth in regards to what it means for people who have made it. And at the end, there's a surprise question that he answers a little bit of a fun one that I think you'll enjoy. Speaking of kind of being a little bit maybe vulnerable and real, the next question, what's the greatest leadership challenge that you have had to overcome? Well, I think, you know, I've had a number of them, but I think the first one, you know, when I, when I moved, when I decided to give up the practice of law and go to work for the family, it was a really difficult decision for me and it wasn't planned, but I really felt a sense of obligation to my father and to my family at the time. And then I kind of got thrust into a role that I wasn't really prepared for. You know, I, I didn't go to business school. I did an undergraduate degree in economics and I wanted to be a lawyer and I wasn't really responsible for anybody other than myself, you know, when I started my legal career. And so I got thrust into a very challenging set of circumstances that I wasn't really ready for at a pretty early age. But again, you know, I didn't really understand it until later in life that what my father was doing was imparting that confidence and that, you know, sense of worth in me. Right empowerment came easy to him it was like it was frying pan you know kind of empowerment it was like right. and so i struggled at first i really did and it set me down a, a path of really trying to understand the importance of leadership not management you know man, you manage right. things you lead people right and as i said when we started you gotta it that starts from an ability to lead your own life so that set me down a very intentional path it's a never-ending process right of trying to hone yeah. those skills but I would yeah. say that was my crucible were those early days of working for right. a family business. Well, and I like how, and you've used this word a couple of times in our conversation so far, the word intentional. And maybe flesh that out a little bit more. When you talk about being intentional, how does that live out for yourself? Well, I think it means being committed to it. It means that it's hard to be intentional if you don't understand or agree with the purpose of the path you're going down. Intentional right. to me means understanding what your shortcomings are and saying like i've got to do this right, right. i've got to be really fulsome in my pursuit of this sure. right as opposed to trying to just learn a skill and move on to the next thing that you sort of recognize what your shortcomings are and know that it's probably something you're never going to perfect but you got to yeah. stay with it right yeah. and that's what i mean by intentional that it's not sure. something you check a box on it's something that right. you commit to over the long term Good. No, I really appreciate that. The next question I have for you and kind of preface it in a way. So I mean, lots of people, Mark, would say that you've made it, right? You're an executive, you're a part of an ownership team of an NHL group, an NHL team. So you've made it. What are some of the biggest myths people have about leaders who have made it? <laughs> However you define made it. <laughs> you know, that's a pretty easy one to answer, actually, of the questions you were covering. The biggest myth is that the success you've had came at your own hand, right? That, mm. you know, you had this iron will and this vision and this stick to itness, and that you're the reason that you right. are enjoying whatever success that you may be enjoying. And like nothing could be further from the truth. Hmm. And I don't mean to sound overly modest here, but I honestly feel like I have some ability in and around organizing people and or identifying right. really talented people and creating an environment for them to thrive in. Let's say if, if there's one thing I feel, if it was at the top of my resume, that would be it. But that's just the seed that gets planted in the ground, right? Then it's 
Right. How do you nurture that? And the fact of the matter is all of the success that we have had, all of the success, if I've had any, is has come as a result of a remarkable group of people that possess those same skills that we started off talking about, have right. that selflessness and humility that they bring to their jobs. I've never been trying to elbow their way in front of anybody else. And you get this, what comes from that is a remarkable culture. And it's the culture that's driven the success of our organization mm -hmm. without question. And I think, I mean, in more recent years, the whole subject of culture is really starting to be written about more comprehensively, yeah. but culture really does trump everything. Mm. Every company has got a good strategy, but right. culture does, it trumps strategy all right. day long. And so if there's anything I could say I'm most proud of, it's the culture that we've created at True North and everything has kind of come from that. Wow. I love that. If listeners only take one tidbit, I mean, that one, that would be fantastic to take from this conversation. Before I ask for people who've been watching this and I gave you the heads up on this, of course, too, I usually close with kind of a little more fun of a question. But before I ask that question, is there anything else that, you know, when you think of leaders who might be watching this, any closing tidbits you want to throw at them? Just that it's a never ending journey, right? You can't ever figure that you've got it. I was a real junkie for everything that was sort of ever written on the subject. And I think that you really have to discern what you're reading before you put it into practice. I mean, I would say that I've drawn from some of the great thinkers in this subject over the years. Not any one of them has sort of has had the comprehensive answers to all of these questions that leaders face. But I think if you seek out and find and read and discern the people that have really deeply thought about the subject of leadership in the last 30 years, there's a wealth yeah. of information and you shouldn't try and do it on your own. Some can, some are just natural born. I right. mean, I think we all are born with a certain amount of leadership instinct, sure. but it, it's really something that also can be learned by practice over and over yeah. and over again. Yeah. And there's that concept again, intentionality, right? So right. Yeah, absolutely. Through. Yeah. So the last question, a little bit of a fun one. And for those who have been listening, I did give Mark a little bit of a heads up on this one because I think it would take a little bit of time to figure it out. And I asked him if he could pick any song as a representation of his leadership philosophy, what song would he choose? I know you have some musical background as well. You think you're a drummer if I know that. I am, yeah. Okay, so so that's why I kind of picked a musical question to wrap things up for you. But what, what song comes to mind for you? So, you know, when I got this question, I thought I'd be able to come up with something really prophetic, you know, like I do love music and I, I'm not really, never been stuck in any one particular genre. And so I was trying to come up with something that, but honestly, I'll tell you this, it came to mind right away. And then I thought now, but I kept coming back to it and it's amazing grace, right? Like it's a song that I think most of us know it really resonated with me at an early age, at a formative age. I would say, looking back, I was somewhat directionless in mm. high school and not really deeply connected to a sense of faith at that time. Sure. And it was an awakening, to be honest with you. And every time I hear it, I'm reminded of that. Yeah. I'm just reminded of how precious grace is. And, yeah. you know, that is a gift that we are all bestowed with, but also a gift that we're obligated to pass on, right? And so I think it just sort of, it goes hand in glove with the concept of leadership. Leadership is a gift and it's one that we are obligated to pass along. So I didn't want to be overly prophetic, but to me, the words of that song just fit beautifully with what I understand to be the underlying principles of leadership. Right. So good. And some of those words point to some of the things you've been talking about, right? Humility, the grace that saved a wretch like me, right? Exactly. I mean, leaders, if we're able to recognize our own humility, our own ways that we can't do everything, 
And that's a huge piece of what it means to lead. So I thank you for sharing that as a song that you would say identifies your leadership philosophy. So, yeah. And uh, so Mark, thanks for joining me on this 10 minute leader episode and sharing some of your wisdom and some of the things that you have to say. I have a feeling that, you know, we could probably talk about leadership for 30 minutes, 40, a long time and really have some good conversation. So I appreciate you sharing some of those great tidbits and for joining me today. And for those of you who are listening, thank you for watching. And you know, it's, I close almost all my episodes like this. It's a fitting way of closing it. You know, go and be intentional with your leadership and grow to be a, a leader who impacts those around you in greater and greater ways. So thanks so much. Thank you very much for having me, Ben. I hope you enjoyed that interview. Stay tuned for more amazing leadership guests. If you haven't watched some of the ones that I've already released, definitely go back and give those a listen and stay tuned for the ones that are coming up. I know you'll enjoy them. In the meantime, keep leading, being intentional, and making a difference.